0: welcome to the andrea k show she's blonde five foot two and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress here she is andrea k
1: because i'm dnd i'm dynamite.
2: Welcome to the Andrew A.K. Show. It is A.K. here on this beautiful, sunny, gorgeous Tuesday before Thanksgiving here in San Diego. We are coming at you live from the AM 1170 Salem Broadcasting Studios here in San Diego. And I am so thankful this week um, for all of you out there. Thank you to everybody who's watching via Facebook Live. Hopefully I'll get a chance to chat with you guys throughout the show today. Joining me in studio once again. It's been way too long since he's been here. And I'm not talking about DJ Carrot Sticks, although I'm glad you're here, baby. (laughs) (laughs) he's awful quiet right now he had to he had to go to the sound effects because he's over there munching on a donut that i brought him in but joining me in studio for the first time in a long time because he abandoned california for all the right reasons and moved to a much more friendly financially friendly state in nevada is
3: my buddy eric gesey Andrea, it is great being here it has been too long. We're going to have to get together again in the near future.
2: Yes, you're going to have to come back. I know that you tend to be avoiding California these days. <laughs> um, uh, don't blame you for that. So thanks for being here. Also coming up on the show is going to be my good buddy, Julia Rivera from Reactionary Times. We have much, much, much to talk about today. As you're joining me, you know, what I usually do every Thanksgiving is throughout the show, I don't do, do a show dedicated to Thanksgiving because I think, I mean, how much time can you spend talking about pumpkin pie and turkey? And yes, I'm still hash hashtag pumpkin spice in fact my buddy eric is enjoying one of my donuts yes i am as a matter of that. pumpkin spice but he said that it, was the first pumpkin spice thing he's ever had that's a, what yes, are you serious is.
3: that's the first one
2: you're a pumpkin spice virgin baby first where spice. you been <laughs> Because you can't go anywhere. they got pumpkin spice hot dogs now at the grocery store. I mean, everything's become pumpkin spice.
3: Yes, it is. What
2: did you think of it?
3: That's good. Very good. You
2: made that? No, no, no. I I love to bake. It's one of my favorite uh, passions. But I think when it comes to donuts... It's such a specialty item. It's like, don't be posing as though you're somebody who can make a donut. Okay, that you leave to the experts. And these donuts (laughs) today, actually, I got to give a shout out to my people down in Pacific Beach. Frat Boy Donuts. They are my new obsession. I went there yesterday for the first time because they're new and I got the birthday cake donut. And I got to tell you, best donut I've ever had in my life. So because Eric was coming in today and because it's Thanksgiving, I'm so appreciative of everybody here. I brought in some specialty ones. I brought in a pumpkin spice latte. I brought in the peanut butter. Chocolate, a cronut, and a Boston cream pie. So we'll give keep the reviews going. But I would love to hear throughout the show if you're watching via Facebook Live. Uh, you know, what are your what 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 does Thanksgiving mean to you beyond just the food? Because it seems as though everybody co- talks about the food. And I got to be honest, confession here, um, Thanksgiving is not my favorite holiday. I don't really care much for turkey. I don't really care for cranberry pumpkin pie. I like uh, pumpkin pie is not my favorite dessert. If I like pumpkin dessert, I like my pumpkin bread pudding, which I make with a whiskey sauce, which will knock your socks off. I like pumpkin cheesecake. But in general, you know, the Thanksgiving meal itself it isn't really a winner for me. It just really doesn't delight my taste buds. I'll take a, I'll take a pepperoni pizza any day of the week. And then growing up, it was always my same core family. You know, it's like we didn't really have anybody else over. So it was kind of like a blab meal. Nothing boring TV. My friends weren't available to hang out. So Thanksgiving is not really my holiday. Mine is Christmas. What about well, you, Eric? Oh,
3: I'm real big on Thanksgiving myself because oh, yeah. it's one of those holidays that is, has no religious connotation to it. Mm-hmm. It is a time for thanks. But what you are thankful for is entirely up to you.
2: That's a good point. I, I'm one of these people that um, I try to stay in daily Thanksgiving mode because I feel as though um, that's that that's where I feel like... If I'm grateful every day for the sun shining, for the people in my life, for the work that I get to do, for, you know, this country that we live in, we live in the greatest country in the face of the earth. To me, I've just become somebody that I just feel like it's really important in our lives, particularly as we face challenges. Um, personally, professionally, politically in this country to stay in a place of gratitude. So, so you're,
3: you're, you tend to be a grateful person no, no matter what.
2: No matter what and every day I keep a blessings yes. journal. So, you know, that that's just kind of how I live my life. But I'm curious to everybody out there, now tell me what your Thanksgiving traditions are that matter to you. Uh, why you like Thanksgiving? And and if you're one of and if you know, I met a few people. Like I was at One American News yesterday, and I talked to a couple of people there, and they're like, "Yeah, well, I don't really care about much about Thanksgiving either." So I say, let's give support to people. I'm going to come out of the closet for those of us that don't really care that much for Thanksgiving. Let me know if you're with me there. I tell you, who's not having a good Thanksgiving this week? It's Charlie Rose. Charlie Rose, who's been busting uh, Roy Moore, he's been – Charlie Rose has been uh, like so many of these hypocrites in the entertainment industry, these hypocrites in ma- mainstream media, these hypocrites on the news, uh, hypocrites in Hollywood and the Democrat Party that have just beating the drum against Roy Moore now – for weeks that he was unfit for office uh, we even had Mitt Romney piling on and saying that you know um, innocent until proven guilty works in the courts but not in the politics uh, But and, and what do we find out we find out here we've got yet again another high profile liberal in the mainstream media in the entertainment industry who's been busting Republicans for decades with a phony war on women and now we find out that this man has been wine staining women uh, trying to force them to watch him shower and, and basically uh, what's the term for somebody who exposes themselves to women? I mean, you know, this has become like an epidemic. Flasher? Yeah, he's like a flasher. This thing of 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 exposing yeah. yourself to women in the workplace and, and, you know, trying to watch them make you shower in these kind of moves. I mean, evidently, this is like an epidemic to me within the liberal, because this, this particular pattern of what they're doing, I, I'm hearing more and more and more from these people. And, you know, what have been, there's been no Proven allegation against Roy Moore to date. Meanwhile, we've got proven allegations against Al Franken. We actually had him in a photograph sexually assaulting a woman. We've had other uh, stories and allegations that were corroborated against other high-profile men in the Democrat Party and beyond. Now we've got four, including but not limited to Bill Clinton.
3: Oh, yeah. There are four women who are making new accusations right now against ex-president bill clinton as we speak for women
2: right in the meantime we know that allegations made against him including rape and and other sexual assaults were not properly investigated there was an investigation that was done i think by cbs years ago and her report i can't remember the name of the reporter uh she wasn't allowed to air the episode i think this as a woman I, i i'm troubled by by the notion What I said when the Roy Moore thing came about and Mitt Romney was commenting that innocent and proven guilty works in the court of law but not politics. It should work everywhere. One of the greatest things that sets this country apart that I am thankful for – From the rest of the world is that we had our founders envision a justice system that prevented the government from being used against us to prosecute us in any way criminally and civilly. Mm -hmm. It, It means so much to me that we be considered innocent until proven guilty. And as a woman who has been a victim of sexual harassment and sexual assault, and they are not the same thing, even though the left wants to conflate the two, we must appreciate a system of innocent until proven guilty. Well,
3: that's not what what they're doing with the judge. They're dragging something up that allegedly happened 40 years ago.
2: Right. And what I would say to her is, if those allegations were true, why did any of these women wait until 40 years and one particular day in which no other person could take his place? The and why did these why did any woman who wants to wait 40 years come out in that moment, come out with the clear intention of interfering in an election instead of going privately to the police department and making a criminal case, a criminal claim and then allowing an investigation to continue? There should have been criminal investigations. By our investigative bodies against Bill Clinton, the impeachment of him over over uh, perjury was not appropriate. There should have been a criminal investigation against him for rape and sexual assault. When he was taking these trips to, on the Lolita Express, in which women were involved in recruiting and pimping out girls as young as 12, and Epstein was convicted, President Clinton should have been investigated at that time for his role in pedophilia. We are not following the rule of law in this country, and we either need to have the rule of law followed for everybody... In which, or if we're not going to follow the rule of law and every accuser is to automatically be believed, then I want Bill Clinton to be um, to, to have every one of his accusers be believed, and I want him to uh, suffer the consequences for that, including losing uh, any. Um, uh, s- benefits that he gets from the taxpayers. If he's not going to be criminally prosecuted, then he needs to lose his Secret Service detail. He needs to lose any taxpayer uh, pension that he's got. I want Al Franken to be removed from office. I want all over 200 and something sexual harassment claims were made and paid out by the taxpayers. And we don't even know who these Congress people were. I want them exposed. And if they're still sitting in office, they need to be removed from office. And they need to have their pensions removed from them. And if they were somebody who's no longer in office, they need to have their benefits removed from them. We must have both parties holding everybody equally accountable. And shame on the Republican Party for piling on against more on the basis of allegations alone and no proven evidence. What we'll say you before go we, go we go to break. Okay. No, I said finish uh, finish up before we go to break.
3: Well, this has been going on for years. This be, for example, Teddy Kennedy left uh, Mergio Joe Kopechny at the bottom of, bottom of the Chappaquatic River. Yes. And he went on as a senator. He didn't lose anything.
2: Not only that, but you weren't even allowed to criticize him.
3: No, you couldn't. The media wouldn't allow it.
2: And oh, and oh by the way, I'm flashing now on, on a situation in Florida, and he and his nephew supposedly were, were accused of, of, of drugging and raping a young woman. Wasn't that with his with his nephew? Can you Google that for me, DJ Carrot Sticks? On the break, yeah, the Democrat Party has been exposed. Oh, yeah. For who they really are. See, they—they they are. It's—it's uh, it's called projection. I think you are what you accuse other others of being. Their main cover for forty something years has been to accuse the Republican Party deflect away from their own crimes, in particular, their crimes against women and children. If if people cared so much about children that supposedly Roy Moore assaulted you, what about where was the outcry over Hillary Clinton and that Huma Abedin, whose husband was preying on teenagers?
3: Agreed. I agree.
2: What about Barney Frank? Wasn't he involved in some kind of underage or or pimping out something involving his house? That's another one for us to Google. What about uh, Menendez right now who's on trial for underage prostitutes from the Dominican Republic? (laughs)
3: <laughs> Perfect examples. Right. But the media will not cover it. My God, the media wouldn't even cover the fact that Menendez was on trial until the very end, at which point it was a deadlock jury.
2: Well, yeah, I, I want to know, you know, how many of those juries members were tampered with and which of them received a That'd dead fish wrapped in, in a newspaper. But here's what's encouraging. Um, you know, I, I read yesterday, I think it was Conservative Tribune reported that uh, recently uh, more is handling this in the right way. He is innocent until proven guilty. He has chosen to push back against these allegations. I say to the women that it, it, your allegations don't take them to the Today Show. Don't take them to Gloria Allred because you've immediately lost me. Take them to the police department and ask them to launch an investigation. In the meanwhile, meantime, Alabamians have the right to make a vote for who they want. And they have said that they want Trump's agenda to go forward. How have they responded to this? Moore is saying, I'm staying in the fight. The Alabamians, I guess he's raised $500,000 in the past few days. And then on top of it, Predict It, which is a polling outfit, has more at 57 now and Jones at 47 Because what has gotten lost in this intentionally in Alabama is what is at stake in terms of policy. The left can try to make it seem about caring about women, but as we you just already laid down, they don't Care about women. What they care about is trying to stop Trump's agenda. This Jones guy, this Jones guy is an open border. Pro-Planned Parenthood, abortion and to the last second, chopping up babies and selling them for parts, uh, dude, okay? He is for high taxation. He is for everything that this country needs to stand against. And I'm hoping that the Alabama voters will stand with more and consider him innocent until proven guilty. We're going to take a quick break, Eric. Okay. When we come back, we're going to pick this up on the other side because we've got more to talk about here, the more to this is the Andrea K Show, don't go anywhere.
4: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E.
6: You're listening to The Andrea K
4: Show on AM 1170, The Answer.
2: Hey, guys. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Glad to have you here. Got to say hi to everybody on Facebook Live. Hey, Roger. Hey, John out of Colorado. How are things going there with you? John says, why in the discussions on opium is Obamacare getting a pass? Great point, particularly since. I'm going to talk about uh, some recent stats. Um that's that's Eric being squeaky over there with the microphone. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk a little bit about Obamacare coming up here in a few. Hey Doug Kaiser, hey hey uh, Karen, she says Eric Eric Eric. Um, Roger Williams posted: Child sexual abuse victim calls out Doug Jones for his hip- hypocrisy. Somebody posted, the top 10 Kennedy sex scandals. Yeah, there's quite a few, going back to the old man Kennedy who liked to bring his mistresses around at the dinner table. And, you know, JFK was quite the womanizer himself. So, you know, I think it's it's been established now, without any question, that it's the Democrats that have been, you know, um, waging a war on women in a variety of different ways, not just with the sexual assault and the sexual exploitation, using women as though they're pieces of tissue to be discarded uh, and, you know, at, at, as though Marilyn Monroe actually discarded herself, I, I still to this day believe that she was Vince Foster, you know, as a way to shut her up and what was going on with the Kennedy family. But you look at Hollywood and the way that they've exploited women, the way they treat women. And shame on those women in Hollywood that have known that this is going on, that went to the 2012 GOP, a 2012 Democrat convention, and actually accused Mitt Romney, uh, and the Republicans of waging a war on women because he made a comment about women and, uh, I have women in binders speaking to resumes. You know, there's one thing that, that continues to stand out to me in, in all of this is the, not just the hip- hypocrites in the Democrat party, but particularly the women. I really resent these hypocritical women that, you know, um, put up with a lot of stuff as long as it furthers their career knowing it's going on while they're bashing the Republicans. That brings me to Hillary. Did you hear Hillary's latest? I was talking about this on Tipping Point on Win America News last night, uh, that she is going forward now. She's continuing on this thing about uh, questioning the legitimacy of uh, President Trump's you know, um, presidency. And, um, she went so far as to say that in Wisconsin, that there was voter suppression that had done by the Republicans not allowing people to vote. I mean, this woman, to me, I say the Republicans need to be saying big thank you to Hillary Clinton because every time she comes out and continues to blame everybody else but herself for losing the election, it's a win. And it, and it also brings up yet again more. Hey, Hillary, you want to talk about interference from Russia into the election? Let's talk about you hiring Fusion GPS to hire a Russian to come up with a fake defamation file, okay? There was the real Russian interference in the election, and the real and and getting back to the Russians, you know, it's like I was saying earlier, the Democrats are always guilty of what they re- accuse the Republicans of. This whole phony Trump-Russian collusion witch hunt was all a smokescreen to cover up for the Obama administration and Hillary Clinton in this lining their pockets and the sale of twenty percent of our uranium to the bad actor Russia that they act like is such a threat. Now, I don't know if you've heard the latest, um, Eric, but evidently um, the witness, the one who was undercover for six years on behalf of the FBI, who was who had mountains of evidence and knew what was going on with the Russian corruption and the bribery schemes, um, he was outed. And his name is William Campbell, which is very frightening that this man who has such powerful information against the most powerful people in this country, former President Obama and Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, was outed. To me, that's a very troubling sign as to what a threat this man poses to um, the crimes so
3: of if Hillary Clinton. So he poses Clinton. a threat, they figuratively put a target on the man's back by outing him.
2: That's exactly what they did. This is a man who supposedly has... According to Sarah Carter and John Solomon, remember when we used to have – these are like the last two investigative journalists on on the planet. We used to have Bernstein and Woodward who are nothing but a bunch of hacks. These two are the – these two plus Cheryl Atkinson I think are the last great investigative journalists. But this man, um, they have uncovered that William Campbell has briefcase videos of briefcases full of cash in which um, in these videos you can see – the bribery scheme, he says, included uh, delivering thousands of dollars in yellow envelopes, laundering tens of thousands of dollars in briefcases, wiring thousands of dollars through shell companies. And um, he says uh, that basically Obama was supposedly briefed, in, in, including in his presidential daily briefings of this, and that he could have stopped it and did not stop it. And it resulted in 20 uh, percent um, of our, our nation's security was sold off. Do you trust here's here's what he goes on to say briefcases full of Russian cash earmarked for the Clintons, a secretive committee paid off to approve a questionable deal, a significant amount of nuclear fuel transferred quietly to Putin's Russia, and we still have Robert Mueller investigating Don Jr. For emails to Wikilinks, (laughs) we've got Jeff Sessions who recused himself. Jeff Sessions supposedly now has called for prosecutors to investigate and report back to him on whether or not a special prosecutor should get involved. But the person involved in that is Rosenstein, who, with Mueller, helped hide this whole Uranium One deal to begin with. Where do you see this going, and do you have hope that we're going to actually have any justice?
3: No, absolutely not. It'll be covered up by the media, or it'll be completely... uh, blacklisted as far as media coverage goes. There's young ladies like yourself. There's uh, Cheryl Atkinson who have the guts to speak out, which is absolutely a godsend to the conservative community.
2: Well, but see, the thing is, is that I don't care so much even whether or not the media actually tells the truth about the story as long as justice is served. If 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 an actual real investigation was done behind the scenes, which ended up resulting in somebody doing a perp walk for which they should, this was a pay-for-play, an illegal pay-for-play scheme by the Secretary of State lining the pockets of the Clinton Foundation through selling off our nation's security. There needs to be punishable. That needs to be punishable by the United States of America. And I don't care if it's done behind the scenes as long as it's done. In addition to that, there was never proper justice done for Hillary Clinton. We're violating the Espionage Act with the email schemes, committing multiple acts of felony felonies in terms of deleting and and destroying government evidence that was under subpoena. So I don't even care so much whether the media reports on it, as long as justice is done. We do not have justice anymore in this country when we have elites getting to line the pockets And run, you know, trample all over the Constitution and the rule of law. Right now, they're saying Roy Moore is unfit for office because of allegations that he might have done something four years ago. Meanwhile, these people who held offices, the highest offices of the land, were committing crimes against this country. And not even just Uranium One, not even just the email schemes, but Fast and Furious, the weaponizing of the IRS. And nobody's been held to account.
3: Yeah, well, that was a dead giveaway when Fast and Furious took place and Eric Holder stood up there. And said he didn't know anything about it, and nobody was held responsible, but hundreds of people died as a result of that. It was absolutely disgusting, because justice was never served. And it was a clear-cut message that no matter what you do, people, we will not get busted. And it did not happen.
2: Right, there is no explanation right now for why Rex Tillerson, and the Secretary of State, is fighting investigative uh, request for documentation as to what Secretary of State Hillary Clinton was doing with the Clinton Foundation, uranium one deals, as well as her email schemes. There is absolutely no justification, as well as um, no justification for why Jeff Sessions. Uh, uh, has not prosecuted Lois Lerner. She's now coming out saying that she's concerned for herself and her family as to threats. Well, you know what? Maybe you should have thought about that before you decided to use the most powerful agency, the only agency that we have in this country that gets to declare you guilty first and seize your property as a result, was weaponized against Americans strictly for their political opinions. And Jeff Sessions has done nothing to prosecute anybody involved. To me, the one mistake that I continue to beat the drum of that President Trump did was nominating jeff sessions if they wanted to do something i heard an idea a couple weeks ago if the republican party really cared about more and really wanted to do the right thing maybe they should put jeff sessions back in that seat in alabama and put somebody else in as attorney general then we might see some justice in this country we had another border patrol agent who who died at the border in texas um was stoned to death basically and, you know, it brought up again questions about fast and furious and about the need for border control and, and border security in this country and the rule of law in this country. President Trump was elected and excuse me for going on and on and not allowing you to get a word in, but I just got to get this off my chest and I'll allow you to respond. It, President Trump just celebrated one year in office and, and it's been more of the Republicans fighting to have his agenda go forward than anybody. Look at the Obamacare repeal and replace that was, that was a disaster. We now have even with the tax bill, we've got Susan Collins saying she doesn't want the mandate removed and she's not going to vote for tax reform unless the Obamacare mandate, which punishes middle class people there. We don't have the border wall wall started yet. Uh, We don't have tax reform done yet. Uh, You know, we don't have drain the swamp. We don't have anybody being brought to justice. When the voters chanted lock her up, it was not just a meaningless chant. And it wasn't just at Hillary Clinton. You know, going into the 2018 elections, they need the Republicans need to be less concerned about that one seat by more and more concerned about what's going to happen with Republican voters who are probably going to stay home.
3: Well, I don't know if they're going to stay home or not, but they're going to definitely make their voices heard one way or another, whether it be at the polling places or not. Regarding Obamacare, I I know exactly where the people are coming from because I had my policy dropped. In two different states, Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to have that coverage, and I do now. But my point is, if it's dropped in two different states, what do they mean by saying you can keep your doctor and keep your insurance when you lose your doctor and lose your insurance in two different states? Mm -hmm. It was an absolute lie. President Obama lied to the American people over and over again.
2: Yeah, and Obamacare was a complete... Obamacare was a complete disaster and why the Republicans now we're a year into this. They ran for eight years under the guise of after Obamacare passed, you know, give us the house and we'll be able to stop Obamacare. Oh, well we have the house, but now we need the Senate. Then we need the white house. They are out of excuses and the Republican party, just like the left has been exposed for their war on women and their treatment of women. The Republican party has been exposed for who they are. They are just as big government, big spending, centralized government control party as the Democrats. They don't want to admit it. The, the, Um, policy of the people. Here's an article about Obamacare. 80% of the Obamacare mandates paid were by households that make less. Households, not just individuals who make less than $50,000 a year. The purpose of the mandate was supposed to be to basically force Americans to buy insurance policies. Well, but if the people can't afford the policies, then they've got to pay taxes. So basically they're being punished for the fact that they can't afford policies that were being forced on them that were policies that were supposed to be the cost of a cell phone bill which ended up being $1500 a month. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. insane and the Republican Party could have stopped the insanity and chose not to. We're going to take a break. When we come back. We're going to pick this up on the other side with my buddy Julio Rivera from Reactionary Times. Okay.
5: What?
4: You're listening to the Andrea K show on AM 1170
2: The Answer. Welcome back to the Andrea K show. Glad to have y'all with me. Just laughing here during the break at some of these amazing comments on facebook live thank you all for for piping in there. Uh, somebody said what a sexy western voice that Eric geese has <laughs> yeah he's mo- he 's moved less west he left California probably because of the craziness uh, that 's going on in this state it 's not only not business friendly but it 's not you know um financially friendly to anybody um you know I don't know if you heard this but before I get into the latest thing on the taxes and then bring it on my buddy Julio I got to um mention a couple of comments here oh somebody says that Moore's opponent actually did abuse a 14-year-old girl. Well, it doesn't that, thank you, Roger, for pointing that out. Uh, I guess Breitbart is is that he abused, uh, reporting that he abused a 14-year-old girl. Well, doesn't that just tie in perfectly to what I was saying, that the left is always guilty There's of what they, are not
3: talking about Yeah,
2: it. they're guilty of what they accuse others of being. Uh, Karen says that there was no voter suppression in Wisconsin. Thank you, Karen, for pointing out that truth. Kennedy nephew, um, William Kennedy Smith. Yes, he was acquitted, but I watched every bit of that trial, and I think he was acquitted Because he was a Kennedy. Um, I think the lesson to be learned from the women, though, is don't get involved with a Kennedy. That family has been chafing my hide with their disgusting treatment of women since I was a little girl, okay? I don't even want to go anywhere in the Northeast and have to bump into a Kennedy. Those people disgust me. Disgust me. And growing up, one of the things that used to always um, make me angry was them being referred to as our royal family, okay? There was no such thing as Camelot. Anyway, oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yes, excuse me excuse me for going off on the Kennedys. I'm a little <laughs> cranky today. Todd James, by the way, if y'all don't know, that's DJ Carrot Sticks. He says he loves Thanksgiving. Our country is fairly young, and any family tradition should be fostered. At the very least, I just like spending time with all the family. That is so sweet. I love that. Um, speaking of sweet and wonderful and who loves family traditions is my buddy Julio Rivera from Reactionary Times. Hey, Julio!
1: Hey how are you Andrea?
2: Well I'm good and I'm so happy to have you back on the show um, uh, Let's start with something positive before I ask you about Puerto Rico. Um, what are you doing this Thanksgiving You've got a new new baby you've got your awesome um, Madeline Tell everybody what you're doing this Thanksgiving
1: Yes, I am going actually to spend it with some friends up in Connecticut and um, we're very excited it's gonna we're gonna have every type of food you could imagine. So I'm, like, trying not to, like, gorge on anything until I go there. I'm, like, kind of in a fast until I get there. Because I know when I get there, I'm just going to eat, like, you know, 15,000 <laughs> calories uh, uh-huh. probably Thursday and Friday. But, no, I'm very excited. And, you know, I can't I can't wait to actually get out there. I'm actually driving out um, from the city. I'll be doing uh, uh, Newsmax now from 5 to 7 tomorrow, guest hosting, if you guys, if your viewers want to watch that. And then I'll be headed out. To Connecticut for Wait, you uh, guest- what I expect to be a fantastic Thanksgiving.
2: Oh, okay, I want to I want to jump back in. You, your guest hosting when? Because I want to make sure everybody hears that. When?
1: Okay, uh, from five to seven uh, p.m. Eastern time, which is actually what uh, two to uh, four West Coast time. And when so your, uh, your your listeners can catch it on um, Directv channel three forty nine and Verizon FiO
2: six fifteen. What day, honey? Uh, tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow uh, with Bill Tucker. Yes. With I'm going to be Tucker on RR. with you, baby. I'm going to be on at 315 Pacific time.
1: Oh, there you go. Well, <laughs> so we're, we're going to finally be on Newsmax together, which Yay! is hilarious. Because <laughs> awesome. you, you do it so much and I do it so much and we've never actually been on a panel together. So this is this is very exciting. I know the, news of the day.
2: Thank That's goodness. The the they day. usually got me bumped up against some crazy liberal that wants to try to interrupt me all the time. And I got to say, hold up. Act like you care about women. Okay, now your thoughts on, we've already spent a lot of time on this more situation in Alabama. Um, you know, we've got, um, so much more. It, it's, it, it, it it's almost like the floodgates are so open with so many sexual harassment claims now that it's almost like washing all of them out, by the way. But Charlie Rose has been fired now because he's been Weinsteining women. Uh, I just see that Breitbart is reporting that Judge Moore's uh, opponent actually did abuse a 14 year old girl. Uh, we've got now four more people coming out against Bill Clinton. We've got Al Franken. You know, while there's been. No corroboration of anything that Moore did. No evidence put mm. forth on that. In fact, the, you know, some evidence has been uh, debunked. And for example, supposedly the yearbook. Uh, Moore is up by 10 points according to Predict It and his fundraising recent days has been through the roof. How do you see, see the situation playing out uh, with Moore? And then just in terms of this whole sexual harassment situation, I mean, is it getting to where there's so many claims now that people are just going to be like, huh? Eh.
1: Yeah, in a way, in a weird way, um, and it's unfortunate for, for real victims that, you know, if people stop taking them so seriously because there's so many of them coming out. Um, I think just to address more, I think he's going to win very easily. I think that in in terms of, and and this is a weird, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but hear this out, right? you know, so much of the media is controlled by just, you know, a a few entities that are, you know, so powerful, you know, they they, they control a lot of radio stations and a lot of television stations. Maybe they knew that there was going to be this slew, this unstoppable slew of accusations coming out against people on the left. And maybe that's the reason why a lot of these sources are going so hard on more. They're trying to make you look at more while they're, you know, kind of, I guess I don't want to say giving a pass, but, you know, I and listen, Bill Clinton's kind of operated, you know, as a, a serial sexual predator yes. and offender with impunity for so long. Yeah. And, you know, he's and had I, his... I, don't, I haven't seen. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
2: No, I was just going to jump in. And, and, and he's he's been a, a serial sexual predator with his enabler. Uh, Hillary Clinton, who was the chief cleaner of the bimbo eruptions by his side, helping to not only enable him to do it, but to try to destroy his victims in the process. And in, in, as I open the show with talking about equal standards in terms of believing accusers, as well as equal standards of accountability, if there was ever any justice for Bill Clinton and his sexual crimes against women, it would include her, uh, having to be punished and, and suffer some kind of consequence for her role in terrorizing his victims, but I'm hoping that that uh, you know now it's that the left is now acting as though that what's different with Moore and his uh, accusations of him is that it involved children. Well, so did um, uh, accusations against Menendez, so did accusations against um, Huma Abedin's husband, and so did accusations against Bill Clinton with his trips on the Lolita Express. This is the the left is the party that uh, defended Roman Polanski who raped a 13 year old girl this is the party that celebrated jerry seinfeld when he was what 40 something years old dating jessica Scholar, who was 17 um it wasn't the left that supported jerry lee lewis who married his what 13 year old cousin so the left needs to not only stop pretending that they care about women but stop pretending that they care about pedophilia and children as well
1: Exactly, and in another case that, you know, uh, um, you have to point it to as well, and you just brought it up, um I believe it was in the previous section, uh, segment when you were talking about Camelot, you know, and, and the Kennedys. I mean, look at John F. Kennedy and his serial philandering against, uh, you know, Jackie Kennedy when he was in the White House. You know, he oh, was yeah. the original, in a sense, you know, intern, you know, attacker. or Not really necessarily attacker, but you know what I mean? He, you right. know, he slept around and he yeah. took advantage of his position as president, you know, way back when. So. Right. Here's
2: another one. Then I want to move on from the sexual harassment stuff because there's some other stories going on. But um I'm just flashing on another one. Wasn't it Frank Gifford's daughter married a Kennedy who... I think it was the one that ended up dying, snow skiing into a tree, but who she, Frank Gifford's daughter divorced him because she found out that he was sleeping with the 15-year-old babysitter.
1: No, my yeah. God. I think does not doesn't uh, yeah. surprise me at all? Yeah,
2: yeah. So you know, the, the, that's the left's version of our royal family. Um, I want to touch on a little bit about tax reform because um, you know we've got a battle going on. We've got uh, within the Republican Party, of course, because we've got Republicans that are farther to the left, practically than Nancy Pelosi, that are trying to stop any true reform that would lower taxes on the American people. Uh, you know, I, I am astounded. I don't. I've been Californians are being accused of being selfish because we're saying, heck no, we don't want to give up our right to deduct state and local taxes because taking that away from us is, is double taxation. So I want to give a hat tip to local Congressman Darrell Issa for not, uh, voting for that. Meanwhile, that was a, that was a good reason to not vote for this bill. It's not a good reason to not vote for tax reform because you want the Obamacare mandate to stay in or because you want, um, uh, you, or because you don't like lower corporate taxes. So I, I don't know that the Republicans are going to get anything done that's meaningful for us and further Trump's agenda. We also don't have the wall under construction. There are prototypes that have been built in San Diego, but their funding isn't there for that. Uh, we still don't have any real Obamacare repeal and replacement. What do you, what do you think is, is ultimately going to end up happening here with the Republican Party? Because I'm saying, that if the Republican Party doesn't get it together and get this get this done, they can forget holding on to their majorities in twenty eighteen, which I think is what they want, because the Republican Party prefers being in the minority, have not having to fulfill any of their campaign promises, and just being the party that complains and criticizes the Democrats.
1: Exactly. I mean I think that the you know the conservative rhetoric, you know, I think it focus group tests well and I think that the the, the safe Republicans, the ones that you know, aren't in really in danger of losing their position or, and, and I agree with you a hundred percent, they'd rather be in the majority that way they can hoot and holler and scream and look like the good guy. And then meanwhile, things, is the status quo, which they actually really agree with. And a lot of the people that fund their campaigns want, you know, they they don't actually have to be held to account to their constituents, but they need a legislative victory here in one way or another. Otherwise they are, you know, as you stated correctly, going to lose, that majority. As far as the, the so-called salt taxes, uh, you live in California. I live in New Jersey. I have a lot of friends in New York. We're the people that are going to get hurt unless they go ahead and allow that provision for us to deduct our local taxes. You know, I don't understand why these guys, well, I do understand why and we've kind of laid it out there because they, they really don't want it, but it would be uh, a win-win if we could, you know, get rid of the Obamacare mandates. We can deduct the state and local taxes. We can bring the corporate, uh, you know, tax rate down to twenty percent. It would just be so good for the economy, you know. And and I don't understand why this isn't just, you know, an, an easy thing for them to do. Other than the fact that they don't want it to happen, but they will get hurt. And I think a lot of the seats that are, you know, in dispute and, you know, the people who are compromised right now, those those uh, congressmen and senators Mm -hmm. are going to wind up, you know, uh, really enabling the Democrats to at least take back the Senate. And once they take back the Senate, you're going to get back to this gridlock where nothing gets done positive.
2: Yeah. And Tom McClintock here in California had a great idea. He said this is all this complicated crap is nonsense. He said, let everybody keep their deductions in place. And if you just lowered everybody's taxes by 1%, everybody across the board would be saving money. And oh, by the way, taking away the deductions for state and local taxes was meant as a way to then take that money and let other people be able to take tax deductions, which means it was never a tax. Break for anybody. It was an income redistribution scheme. And no Republican should in any way be supporting income redistribution. That is socialism. It is what is destroying this nation right now that we've been on that march down that road and it needs to stop. And oh, by the way, the 40 something percent of Americans who aren't paying any federal income tax at all don't deserve any benefits. Why is anybody focusing on them in terms of getting benefits? They're not paying the bill. One of the things the Republicans need to get better at is educating the American people that there's no such thing as government money you if you're not paying in any money you don't need to be getting any back and the lion's share of the taxes are being paid by the wealthy and you know what they're not evil stop this Mm -hmm. stop this identity politics elitist um crap that's going on as though you know the republicans feed the notion that people have to people have have to to um articulate why they deserve to keep more of their own money it's ridiculous. Yeah, and
1: a- you know what? And another thing, I just wanted to touch on this real quick. As far as the building the wall, listen, that's an infrastructure project. And there's arguments on both sides as to, you know, the necessity of it. I, I personally believe that it is necessary. But why aren't we addressing the enforcement of the immigration laws that are already on the books? If we started sanctioning the people who hire these people, if we started going and just, you know, investigating using um, the resources with, you know, local law enforcement in concert with ICE to go ahead and round up these people and get them out of the country. That's just about as important as building the wall because once you, you know, take away that illusion that, you know, America is kind of a safe sanctuary for these illegals, they'll start to leave on their own. You know, the concept of uh, uh, self-deportation exactly is a real concept. People laughed at Mitt Romney kind of when he referenced that before, but a lot of conservatives did, but I actually kind of believe in it Because these people just ultimately want to have an opportunity. Once that dries up here in America, Mm -hmm. they will go back. Because if they're going to be poor, they might as well be poor in their country than here.
2: Absolutely. Mitt Romney had a great idea there. He just didn't know how to sell it. Here's this businessman who couldn't sell conservatism. And why? Because he's a big government liberal and was the architect of Obamacare. Julio Rivera, Reactionary Times. He and I will both be on Newsmax tomorrow afternoon with Bill Tucker. So tune in. Thanks for being here. Um, yeah, so one of the things, I don't know, uh, news broke this morning before we came to the show. I know I'm, I'm, I'm going over on a break, but a federal judge overturned President Trump's executive order in terms of, of sanctuary cities and denying um, funds to the sanctuary cities. You know, dictators in robes, you know, our courts have long been weaponized. I've talked about this for a while in the Andrea Kay Show. Our courts have been weaponized uh, against American citizens. They're nothing but activists trying to legislate from the bench we don't need and then the left always says well see this is why we need comprehensive immigration reform no we don't need comprehensive immigration reform eric what we need is our immigration laws to be enforced
3: and i would also like to see term limits in senate and congress because this is just out of ridiculous it'd be it is out of control
2: yeah absolutely we're going to take a quick break and we come back we got it did you hear about the latest uh, black friday is coming out. are you shopping black friday because absolutely
3: not oh no you're chance. not
2: okay well those of you who are there's a hot item <laughs> on black friday sales you don't want to miss it don't go anywhere more andrea Casha coming up
5: home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home.
4: You're listening to the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer.
2: Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. We are rolling into our final segment here, countdown to Thanksgiving and countdown to Black Friday. Now, Eric, my buddy, he's here with me. He says he's not shopping on Black Friday. Oh, Does no that chance. mean you do Cyber Monday for your Christmas shopping?
3: I uh, it's I, every day is Cyber Monday to me. I'm always on the internet. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Do you worry about identity theft shopping online? Because I'm brick and mortar. I don't shop online. I'm too scared that you know my identity is going to get stolen. And my credit card is.
3: Uh, well, I usually stick with Amazon or eBay, mm-hmm. and I, I don't. Those, those are my limits.
2: Okay, well, yeah, and those are pretty trustworthy. Yeah, yeah. Somebody posted on Facebook yesterday. That he said, "Amazon or eBay? What do you think is better? What are your thoughts on that?"
3: I would stick with Amazon myself.
2: Okay. All right. Did you know what the hot topic? Every year it seems like there's like one gift that everybody's like scrambling for, particularly for kids. There's like one toy item that's like the hot thing. Well, this year, um, according to Pamela Geller, now y'all remember Pamela, y'all know who Pamela Geller is, and she was on my show recently. Quote of the year, by the way, from her was, I don't have to pat on the back every Muslim that doesn't want to kill me. Okay. Genius. Anyway, she uh, is reporting that Mattel has announced its first hijab-wearing Barbie.
3: I heard about that.
2: Isn't that darling? No. A Barbie that celebrates Sharia. Oh, my gosh. I I think it needs to come with a Ken doll that beats her if she takes the hijab off or if she tries to get behind the wheel of the Barbie um, Corvette, right? Or maybe if she reads a book. It must come with a morality Ken doll, right, that's going to, like, stone her if she gets out of line. DJ Carrot Sticks is looking at me like, I can't believe you're saying that right now. But this is absolutely outrageous. This is complete indoctrination of our children. And, yeah. you know, it, this, it, it's shocking to me that we have an American toy company that is, is putting this out there. It, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, and on top of it, it's modeled after, um, some Olympian that has been openly anti Israel. So, Mattel, you are supporting anti-Sem- anti-Semitism here with this doll. Well, so they're, I they're, say this doll glamorizing is
3: glamorizing st- it. These are the same people, yes. that beat homosexuals and throw them off buildings, literally. Yeah.
2: yeah. Again, pointing out more hypocrisy from the left. Again, the left that acts as though they're the party of women said nothing when Hillary Clinton took twenty-five million dollars from regimes that, that do that. Sharia is all about a female genital mutilation of young girls, stony women for being raped. It's a complete subjugation of women. Sharia is about – and, and this is another reason why I keep harping on this. Uh, Islam needs to be declared a political ideology, not a religion because they're hiding behind religious protections when what it is is a brutal totalitarian political system. And, they, and it is not compatible with Western democracy. That's why we see what's happened in Europe. And we need to push back against this and not allow anybody to tell us we're bigots because we don't want to support an ideology that subjugates women and little girls. Um, speaking of subjugation and the truth you know I don't know were you ever an NFL fanatic before um, the season and before the whole taking no, anything I never was you never were well I was okay and, and I've been on record here I used to do a segment every week I used to be addicted to the NFL watched every game started my day with ESPN the NFL lost me well you know what they ain't doing anything to get me back when we have fools like Marshawn Lynch who knelt for the United States national anthem but stood for the Mexican anthem <laughs> You know what, Marshawn, the Daily Caller has a great article that gives a little history for those like Marshawn Lynch who don't know about the brutality of the Mexican government. In fact, the uh, Mexican president's Nieto party is best known for setting up um, uh, groups that are called white guards that have detained, tortured and executed hundreds of students, laborers, peasant farmers or teachers, according to the New York Times. Uh, Mexicans uh, still refer to the victims of this group as Los Desperacitos or the disappeared. Uh, since 2006, crime cartels have taken over much of Mexico, and Mexico is now the sexy, second deadliest country in the world after only Afghanistan. Wow. That's the country that you stood for, Marshawn Lynch? Are you kidding me?
3: Oh, well, the national anthem has been politicized in such a negative way. It has been used to draw attention And that's what really I find resentful.
2: Uh, Me too. Because you know what? That is supposed to be a moment of unity. If you feel like there is some issue in this country for which you want to protest, do it at some other time. Don't (laughs) hijack a sporting event. Don't particularly pick a moment of unity and use it in order to foster division and hatred among uh, the American citizens. Exactly. He is the runner-up to my stink of the week. Because um, it's now it's time for the stink of the week and hero of the week awards. Who who do you think might possibly be stinkier than Marshawn Lynch?
3: I think Al Franken is.
2: Yeah, you, you think Al Franken yes. is? Well, I think Al Franken is kind of neck and neck with the dad of one of the UCLA Lavar Ball. I guess his name oh, is I or Lamar of. Ball. What's his name? DJ Dix? I Believe it's Lavar. Lavar Ball. See, I, I tend to not be able to pronounce the names of people I find particularly detestable. This man's son was over in a communist country representing you, the United States and they stole like a bunch of hooligan thief thugs disrespecting their nation, embarrassing the country. And when the president of the United States steps in to help them avoid 10 years of jail time, the only appropriate word to say is thank you.
3: Correct. That those, dad should be those ashamed. Those sunglasses were worth two thousand dollars per pair.
2: Per pair, and that was only one of multiple items that were stolen. At no point has that dad expressed any embarrassment or shame on the part of him and his family for producing a thief like him and those other sons. Shame on him! And it speaks to the very heart of the cultural problems in this country to where he and others in the media act as though Trump is the bad guy here. When this man has raised a low life thief Correct. in some countries their hands would have been cut off of them immediately and none of them would be able to play basketball again yeah you're right now hero of the week who do you have as an who do you have in mind who would you think would be hero of the week? this is always so tough for me here, it is
3: tough way. it's very tough I we don't have,
2: have so few heroes and none of them are t- tend to be in the nfl or in anywhere in, in any sports these days to me and if you can do a real quick google search for me dj carrot sticks i meant to write his name down i have to say hero of the week for me um, is the um, Border Patrol agent who lost his life.
3: That you know, of the military?
2: That, well, he lost his life this week. There's been a lot of criticism of the Border Patrol because they supposedly were using excessive force against illegals who were only throwing rocks at them. They shouldn't be using guns to protect themselves on the border. And this man was basically stoned to death by illegals and he is a hero for doing his best border
0: patrol to... agent martinez
2: martinez god bless you border patrol agent martinez and your family he was doing nothing but trying to enforce the laws of the land the sympathies for this nation should be going to these brave border patrol agents instead we've got the left showing sympathy to felons like kate steinley's murderer who had been you know or like the one here in san diego who had been deported 15 times he's my hero and you're also my hero, Eric Gacy.
3: <laughs> well, you're my hero, too, Andrea.
2: Thank you so much for all the years of friendship and taking the time to, to come in today. I appreciate it so much. And well, you have to come back in January. I will. I will. You promise me? Yes, I promise. All right. Thank you all to everybody for watching out there and all the comments on Facebook Live. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. Thank you, Julia Rivera. Have a wonderful, happy Thanksgiving. Love you all. Bye-bye. <laughs>